All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you on another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network and Inside the Rebels. Hope you guys are having a great day wherever you are. I always forget to check this when I start, whatever the national day is. It seems relevant to some extent. Ah, there's nothing today. Book Lover's Day, it's Rice Pudding Day, it's Beef Day. Well, I don't even, not even sure what that is. I, I feel like I should. I have no idea what that is. But those are, that's, that's what America is, has deemed important today. I get that on the, the national calendar day, dealio. Anyway, hope you're having a great day here on a Tuesday, right? Yeah, I stuttered there for a second. I think it is. Tuesday edition. August the 9th, good night. There is real high school football this week. In two days, I will be at high school football games, as crazy as that sounds. I will get a chance to see several teams, including MRA around here in the metro area. But what do we want to get to today? Look, one thing that really it's kind of, I can tell we're getting close to the season, is every day when I start this, and I'm going to try and start it a little earlier for you guys, you know, that want to listen to it. Maybe, I don't know if I can, don't know if I can do this, but I had intended to do it very early, you know, drive into work early just to give you 15 quick minutes of what's happening with Ole Miss, because considering there's not any back and forth here, you know, I, those, those podcasts can't be long. They just, they can't be long. If I was sitting here fielding questions and hanging out with you guys, that'd be very different or doing an interview. That'd be very different. Uh, but for the purposes of this, it's going to be quick. So I don't know if I can deliver that early, but I'll try to get it a little bit earlier than this. So you can find 15 minutes to knock it out. But what as what lets me know we're getting close to the season. I mean, every morning I wake up, there's something to talk about. And we're not even into games yet. You know, we haven't even gotten to that point. But there's something to talk about, either from practice or a position group or a new list came out or a story came out or a recruiting happening happened i mean that's it's been every morning and uh man that's a good feeling like I, you can tell football is, is right around the corner and i'm looking forward to it let me dive into it a few things i want to get to today i was talking to somebody yesterday about this and i wanted to give you a different slant on the quarterback competition and what might ultimately decide the direction they go to there uh, i want to get into the entire too deep and what you should take into consideration from the start of the season to the end, uh, that thing should be etched in sand. And I know you've heard that a lot of times, but when you bring in this many transfers, that's especially the case. I'll tell you why here in just a minute. Um, also, the, the PFF Pro Football Focus guys came out with their preseason All-SEC teams. A couple surprises on there to me. Um, some news with the SMU Collective that's just starting and how much they're going to pay every football and basketball player. And also I wanted to mention a player from MRA and I'll go ahead and do that real quick. You know, doing this recruiting things, I always stumble across guys who I realize their dad, you know, is a former Ole Miss player or there's a tie to Ole Miss. Anyway, I really had no idea of this. Uh, there's a kid over at MRA. His name's Rivers Godwin. He's a wideout and ha had a big year last year. Um, will have a very big year this year, but I mean, fast, 
I mean, big time speed for any wideout. Still needs to grow and fill out and all those things. But uh, but his dad, you remember remember back in the day, Chauncey Godwin. And, you know, that's kind of in my wheelhouse of when I was growing up. And I, Chauncey's not that much older than me, but you know what I mean. These guys are 18 to 22 when maybe you're in junior high, getting to high school, you know, somewhere around there. Um, but anyway, this kid's coming through. And, yeah, I, I definitely remember his dad, you know, from back in the day. What I, who I hope I get that right. I'm assuming is his dad because I've, I've saw some stuff on social media. I'll double check myself in a minute. That seems important to get that right. But I'm almost positive. And anyway, for, I, I think that's, that's cool for me to see these next generation kids come through. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of friends in this area and I've gotten to know their kids and to see them come through that that's fun for me, but I bring him up because Rafe Vinson might have a chance to contribute this year. I think he will, you know, knock on wood, God will and Rafe stays healthy. I think he will contribute in that wide receiver room. And that's a kid that was well off the radar at this point in his senior year, you know, and, and truth be known, I bump into these kids all the time who um, they look athletic to me and in the recruiting world, I'm using air quotes here, you know, they're nobody, you know, I look foolish to say, Hey, that kid could end up at Ole Miss one day. Um, but for whatever reason, they're just not getting the attention, the offers and all of that. But then I see them play and you could see how a kid can develop. And Rafe was one of those guys. Rivers is, is, is like that. And you see how they develop and, and, you know, he's been offered by Navy already, but, um, but I, Man, I, I just I caught that this morning. But there's some of those kids I'm going to bring to your attention on occasion because you never know what will happen on down the road. Um, but anyway, let me get to this. The quarterback deal. And look, and um, and his dad's a, a really good dude. So um, good luck to them. He plays at MRA, and I'll be out there to see them Thursday. I'll have some pictures for you. The quarterback battle. Everybody's paying attention to how the quarterbacks are doing. Okay, by this point, you should have a pretty clear understanding that Jackson Dart is the big-armed gunslinger, for lack of a better way of saying it. We overuse it, but, yeah, he's that guy. And uh, he can throw the ball all over the yard, make every throw, all of that, tries to make too many throws. We'll push the ball down the field too often on occasion. Like, he's that guy. And he's learning. He's a young guy. But that's when he airs, it will be on that side. But, man, his big plays will be spectacular. And then Luke is on the other end. And that's not to say that – these guys don't do a little bit of all of this, but that's the dart deal. And then Luke's deal is he'll check it down. He'll be more conservative with the football. He'll pay more attention to where he's trying to fit it into. He'll be more careful with it. Uh, he's a really good runner. So he'll get out of the pocket and make some plays with his legs, but he won't force the ball down the field into coverage nearly as much. Okay. And that, that should be spelled out clearly. Luke can throw the ball down the field. And he will if he's the guy. Jackson Dart can check down and make make those plays with his legs around the line of scrimmage. But you get the point here. Both of those guys, they're a little bit different. Here's what you need to be watching for. Which style quarterback does this team need? And, you know, sometimes players are also prisoner to what's around them, what the system is, what the talent is around them. And this wide receiver group is very new. You know the running back room is, is going to be very good. So check that box. They can run the football. The defense is going to be better, especially the defensive line in the secondary. I think linebacker is going to be okay, but um, there's a ton of depth um, on the defensive line in, in the secondary. So check that box. 
Michael Trigg, you add him to the mix. The wide receiver room, though, you were, you're still figuring it out. Truth be known, some of these guys I've forgotten until I'm going back through notes. Like, I forgot somehow Jalen Robinson. I'm getting older, but I mentioned him yesterday because I was like, oh, yeah, well, oh yeah, why aren't people talking about him more? And then, look, Jalen Knox, another guy that his name came up late yesterday is like, hey, he, he was pretty good today. And you're figuring out the wide receiver room. Is that room going to turn into a bunch of deep threat guys? Are they going to be the kind of room where they are constantly down the field and Lane Kiffin is wanting to push the ball down there? Or is that room going to look much more around the line of scrimmage, shorter passes, more possession stuff? You know, it how that wide receiver room develops over the next month, two months it's also going to play an impact on which of those quarterbacks you're going to see because obviously they fit differently depending on the quarterback and, and how the wideouts play out. I just, I had not thought about that until somebody brought it up yesterday. If this turns up into a team that wants to be more conservative, don't turn the ball over, make good decisions, get first downs. You're going to see Luke Altmyer, in my opinion. If it turns into more down the field stuff, a couple of wide receivers emerge, Jonathan Mingo's fully healthy, and he's making plays down the field, and those receivers are capable of making those plays down the field, it's going to throw the edge to Jackson Dart. Um, but just something to consider going forward that was brought to my attention yesterday. The two deep. You know, I mentioned in a podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, when I was at Mississippi College, and this is not apples to apples, but you'll get the point. Um, as a D3 school, when I was a grad assistant coach, we brought in a ton of JUCOs every year. You know, you're you're throwing a dozen JUCOs out there on the basketball court and you're seeing who can play. You know, it's very different than a scholarship situation like D1 or D2. You put the ball down, practice, and you do all of that. You try to figure out who can play, right? Uh, I can tell you from that experience doing that for three years, what you pencil in day one is very different than the team at the end of the season because you really don't know about all the players until they are in a game and they have had a chance to compete against other people. You know, some guys, they elevate and they are different players very much so in a game than practice. And also there's the element of in practice, there's only so much you can evaluate. Being cautious with each other, it's just different. Um, you don't have a ton of time with them on the practice field. So you, you're not fully evaluating everything, but you don't have the, um, the luxury of game time film and going back and seeing how the pieces fit. However, this team starts day one, it will be very different middle of the season and end of the season. So you should keep that in mind. And I bring it up, especially on the defensive side, the defensive line in the secondary and the wide receiver room. Look, even the running back room, even though Zach Evans is a clear number one, you'll know who can play by what they're doing in the games. You know, the, the defensive line is very deep. I'm not sure who those defensive linemen are going to be. Somebody told me last week that Xavier Harris is really good, and he's very different than anybody else that we have. I mean, he is a massive individual, and just from seeing him in high school, I can tell you on that level, you know, the impact he has. He just he clogs up the entire middle of the defense, and he's so long-armed. Look, this maybe isn't something that's talked about much on the defensive line, but like he has a wingspan. And when you can't move him off the ball and he just completely ruins everything in the middle of the defense, that can be a difference maker. 
So is that kid going to get snaps early and be out there? Um, JJ Piggies, you know, what does he look like? That guy is NFL physically. You know, how quickly is he turning into a defensive tackle that looks like he's done it his whole life? And then the guys that are back from last year. And then, look, there's a ton of them. I could go down the list. The point is there's a bunch of them. You'll see that rotation change a lot, I think. Same in the secondary. There's so many safeties. So many safeties. Um, you will see that change significantly. And, look, you could see some of those safeties bounce down to linebacker depending on you know, how the linebackers are playing. There could be some, some uh, shuffling there. Um, but however they start it, just keep in mind that thing's going to change significantly. Hey, and the good thing, the front half of the schedule looks conducive to getting better, you know, and, and having some success and being able to play around with some combinations so you, you feel good about what you're doing. You still win the games. But you know what I'm saying. There's some time early in the season that they can get this stuff hammered out and maybe by midseason really be ready to roll. Uh, what else did I want to mention? Just real quick, the SMU collective thing. Can't rem remember the exact total. I think they announced something yesterday. They would be able to pay every player thirty-five to forty thousand dollars. Every football or basketball guy. And I'm telling you, that will be a game changer. Uh, I think Ole Miss is going to be in that as far as paying everybody something like that. Ole Miss is going to be that. Now, they're not there yet. Um, I The number I heard a couple of weeks ago, I wouldn't doubt if maybe it's jumped up. I don't think half of the football players have NILs. I think it's we're, we're approaching that. Uh, but they're going to get to a point where SMU and there's several other schools announcing those. They'll be in that boat. I can't imagine them ever going into these crazy numbers very often just because you have to be careful of what you're doing with the money. And look, we all know what this is. It's a, it's a, it's a budget. And uh, that's just, I mean, that it's foolish to even suggest otherwise you have a budget and a pool of money to work with, regardless of the semantics of it, who's doing it or what, that's just the real world part of it. And you have to be smart how that's being spent. But, man, that's a school like SMU, which back in the day, you remember the death penalty and all that. So I'm sure there's still money hanging around there. Um, but I, that part, I actually like that. You know, the million-dollar stuff, I'm not a huge fan of. Didn't want this to turn into that. But making sure players have some money in their pocket, I wish this stuff had been done earlier. You know, hearing stories of players where maybe their siblings at home don't have food to eat. All they get is what's at school. You know, that should never happen. And uh, I like this, the part paying everybody thirty to forty, fifty thousand dollars. That is that's very reasonable. I wish this would turn into something like that long term, more so these high end amounts that is is probably probably is crazy. But but that was it was out there with SMU and, and not surprised by it. There's a bunch of schools doing that. And uh the PFF thing, I'll knock that out tomorrow. Um, the interesting things on that, you know, I saw two transfer running backs on it with Zach Evans and, and Ulysses Bentley both made it. Um, not shocked by either of those Jeremy James high up Jer Jeremy James graded out very high last year. I think he is the best offensive lineman on that squad. There's other good ones and there will be several NFL players from that team and that offensive line. He will be one of them. Without a doubt.
man, but it's good seeing some of those guys on these early lists. Just gets you excited about the season. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. Uh, who knows what will pop tomorrow? It'll be something. Maybe some recruiting news. Always enjoy doing this. Y'all have a great day. This is Chris Brooks with the Rebels 247 podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network and Inside the Rebels. Have a great day, guys. Talk to you tomorrow.